Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft, joined as always by my co-host Liam McNulty. What's going Liam, on? Liam, we Jimmy. have survived Survivor we did. Series. We did. We made it through the whole series. And it was an interesting series, to say the yeah. least. And yeah. And instead of our usual banter, we have a shit ton of stuff to get into, so let's dive into the show. Yeah. Both our running. show and the show. Yes. We've certainly got quite a show here, uh, Survivor shows. Series. Yes, shows, because we will get into it, but Monday Night Raw and SmackDown were essentially a clone of each other. I feel like the writers forgot to write a script for SmackDown and just replaced things. But we will. <laughs> Here's uh, my second plan. We'll allude yeah. to what that means in a few minutes. I think you've made it clear already well, for yes. anyone who saw the show. The pre-show for Survivor Series, I mean, it was what it was. There's not much to get into. They announced no. two of the three of the matches the day of. Um, I do think that Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Brizongo could have had a really funny, like, comedic feud with those four. I yeah, think that could have been good. I don't think that's in the cards. No, clearly with how the match ended. Well, yeah. Uh, but the first match of the show was Matt Hardy versus Elias. Uh, Matt Hardy apparently is the one that they like to put in front of like no audiences because SummerSlam yeah. was like that too. Yeah, it's, why don't they get their shit together? Uh, yeah, I See, mean it's, it's the two hour pre show yeah. before a four hour show. Yeah, it was actually a pretty like solid match. Actually, I mean Matt Hardy was doing some pretty good selling of his arm, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean good two and a half yeah. star match for literally no build was what it was. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, Enzo More versus Kalisto. I'm over this. I literally don't know what they're doing Delete. um enzo is winning with the joe dunzo well oh, enzo yeah Kalisto. well in general i don't even know where he was after this like what's happening we'll talk about like 205 live briefly because they announced a new competitor i don't know if yeah you or not. okay but um that you know two-star match really nothing not terrible but obviously not the quality of work that i no. feel like the cruiserweights should be providing right now yeah are and, capable of. Yeah. I give it a four out of ten. And also in terms of quality of work that people should be capable of, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, obviously people are wondering if they're being put on the pre-show. Are the rumors true about being disciplined back on the European tour? Is this some type of... Because I didn't see... An, I don't really know why they needed to put them on the pre-show because everyone yeah. knew they were going to be in the main event. And at least if they saw them for the first time in the main event, they would have probably gotten a bigger pop. So now yeah. they're in the beginning of the show. I don't know they if they really... wanted to give them a win. Like, they could have done this match on SmackDown, at least, down the road. Yeah. Maybe not build it like I want it to be built, but just if do they it. Were, if they were going to be as quintessential in the main event as I thought they would be and hoped they would be, and I think they should have been in hindsight, then maybe. But I, I guess I can understand the way it went down, because they weren't really... You know, they were almost an yeah. afterthought by the time the no, night, I know, the night was just, over. It was just, I don't know. I just feel like you could have had someone else on that. Like, there are, there's other talent on the card that could have benefited from, like, Rusev, uh, Aiden English, Ty Dillinger. I don't know. But I guess they it felt was that it was. wrestling and, and getting a victory on the pre-show is better than just being off the card in yeah, general. I suppose. It's going to make you look good. But, um... The actual show opens up with The Shield versus The New Day. I thought yeah. that was a brilliant idea. I did not think about <laughs> opening it up, actually. Some people thought it could even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this was good. I feel like it took a while to get going. I was kind of bored yeah. in the first yeah. few minutes. A little bit, yeah. Um, and I had a different way. I would have booked it personally. But I think it would have been cool to kind of show how the two teams are on the same playing field. Like, you could have had... 
different combinations like Seth and Xavier, and then they have a standoff, and then Biggie and Roman, and then they have a standoff, and then yeah. Dean Ambrose, and then they have a standoff. I think that they could have done you just made the list. a really cool spot on the outside where there's like a bunch of like suicide dives. I could imagine like Dean Ambrose doing a suicide dive on like Xavier Woods. Seth Rollins doing a Tope Con Hilo on Big E, then Kofi Kingston doing that thing where he like falls off the top. Oh yeah, the um, uh, trust fall. Yeah, the trust fall. Maybe like Roman Reigns going to spear Big E into the barricade. Big E moves. Yeah. You have the New Day do like the Shields power bomb on Seth Rollins. You have Seth Rollins oh, wow. kick out. Then later on you have. The oh, Shield. you're thinking big. Then you have the Shield have one of the New Day members' corners. They do the Midnight Hour on them. They kick out. Oh, so wow. kind of to like show how they're one upping each other and they're really trying to be the best faction. And yeah. Just a little more character. A little. Work a little story. Can you top this? Um, because I don't know. I look at because we're not gonna. I, I don't think we'll talk about NXT that much this episode. No. But my favorite match of the entire weekend was Alistair Back <laughs> versus Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Mine I mean. Too. And that's including Brock Lesnar and AJ yeah, Styles. Yeah, nothing say, against them. It's a close second. Nothing against them, but the character work in that match. I mean, the wrestling was fucking awesome. But yeah, the but the storytelling work. and the character. And work they was obviously great. benefited from a long build, but it's only an hour show. So if you kind of look at three hours of Raw, the, the build between both those matches, Shield, New Day, Alistair Black, and Dream, weren't that off in terms of like the time they've had. If you look at TV time, really, because New Day Shield was really only the last week. Yeah, but they did talk about how one of the things of the New Day was that you know they were the ones in the forefront when the attack initially happened. Yeah, and then like that's why they did it again. So I feel like that was the story before the Shield were included. Yeah. So, but just in general, I just think the Bookers could have done a little more to add that story and character work in it a little more. Do some crazier spots. Um. With that being said, I struggled with the rating for this because I was going between three and three quarters and four. I watched it again. I gave it four just because the ending, the last five minutes was incredible. Yeah. And it was a great match from start to finish. I just think our expectations and my expectations of it could have been different. But weren't, I, I weren't I exceeded. Did, well, no, they, they, they weren't were what they were and they were a little yeah. underwhelmed. But, but I did watch it again Sounds and like I was like watching notes while watching. I, I was writing my notes while watching Survivor Series. So I wasn't watching every little move. Yeah. So I do think it was a solid four star match. Yeah. But barely four stars, just to make that clear. Barely. Yeah, I don't know. Barely. I'd probably give it like three and a quarter. Yeah. You know, uh, I some of the disagree. stuff you mentioned just left a lot to be desired. I definitely would have liked to see. Can you top this with, with the storytelling? Yeah, I think that kind of like would the, have been yeah. kind of like an even matchup. Who's better and taking each yeah. other's movesets, more kickouts. Yeah. But they're on the same playing field. I don't know what was the point of the way the finish went down. The shield bomb off the second rope. Was that something they were going to do at, uh, not Extreme Rules, at TLC? No, I just think that this story was that they've never done it like that before, and the, and the New Day kind of need to be put down with, like, a Something bigger big. one. Okay. So, okay. And that's kind of story for me a little bit. Yeah, no. If that's why they definitely. did it. I think that's why they did it. But, yeah. Um, when you're telling these little stories, have a point. But, I mean, I was I was happy with the match. I think that if they went again, it could be better, of course. Yeah. But um, all in all, Yeah, there's definitely room the match, for improvement. Opening the card, being in that spot, though, I do think that they all put in a really solid effort, and as a whole, I, I was happy with it. Yeah. You didn't think New Day was going to win at any point, right? No. Yeah. Not at all. Same here. Um, and also, I don't like that Seth and Dean were wearing, first of all, the, the split Raw and Shield shirts. How do you feel about that? Because I'm not a fan. Well, I hate it, and I don't think Roman's a fan either, because he just didn't wear it at all. Yeah. You really, their their agenda was laced throughout the show there visually a, yes, in the form of, of who, can, who can. had to wear the Raw or SmackDown standard t-shirts and who got to wear whatever the fuck they wanted. Yep. Roman Cena with the bright green Triple H in the SmackDown own, match. Triple H had on his own shirt. It was at least red, but yeah, Triple H had on his, his own, own shirt. shirt. Yeah, John Cena, 
think there was somebody just, else. Somebody else brought this point up. I'm sure Lesnar wore whatever. He didn't wear a bra shirt. Did AJ Styles wear a SmackDown shirt? AJ didn't wear a SmackDown shirt. I don't think he wore any shirt, just the vest. So the next match was the first uh, of two Survivor Series traditional elimination matches. Yeah. It was uh, Team Captain Alicia Fox, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Nia Jax versus Team Captain Becky Lynch, Naomi, Tamina, oh, Carmella, Becky. and Natalia, who I still wish wasn't in the match. Even yeah. After seeing what happened with who I wanted to be in the match later on Raw. We'll yeah. get into that. Yeah. See, so you weren't crazy at least. Right. I mean, yeah. those rumors um, have been running rampant. So this match was not too good. No. Uh, no, it wasn't. I gave it three stars. It was messy. Um, and I have to say, it would have gotten two and three quarters if Asuka didn't do what she did in the last couple of minutes. Really? Well, I think that Asuka just proving Oh, it would have gotten she, less. It would have gotten less if okay, Asuka was... Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Is that, is that what I said? That's, yeah, no, I misunderstood oh. you. Um, it was just... It was sloppy. They gave it, like, a minute or two more than last year. I don't know why you can't give it, like, 25 minutes. They deserve it. There's yeah, you could. There's 10 different women in the match. Yeah. Also, I mean, when they do a brand split again, I, I saw all these matches that I want to happen. Natalia and Asuka. Yeah. And, I, like, I feel like they could have had that longer and had these, like, mini matches. They were and, like, in there for a few minutes at the end, yeah. Natalia and Asuka. Yeah. Well, right. That's why the end I liked. Yeah. But even, like, Natty and Sasha, like, Natty is the one that pinned Sasha last year. Which they didn't talk about. Yeah. And now Natty made Sasha tap out, which yeah. I do like. Here's the deal. To me, Natty is an incredible performer, but the casual fan until recently wouldn't see that because she was settled with horrible gimmicks and really yeah. an afterthought. And yeah, she was interspersed with Charlotte in the past, but other than that, she's really never been near the title picture until yeah. recently. Yeah. And I think she deserves to be there. I think she can be there. I think her heel work is not good. But at the same, I mean, well, it's, no, it's, I think her it's had her some speak, highlights. Her speaking annoys me, but I think it works sometimes more than she, other times. You know, talking good like me and you. She elicits a reaction because she's like annoying. Yeah, which is good. definitely. But sometimes her promos are just so like, ugh, that. Yeah. But regardless, <laughs> um, I'm not a good guy. You don't like her cat two paws? I do like that actually. Yeah. I like no, I like thing. that too. But um, I just feel like I like Ginger Mahal, for example. No one wanted him to be champion. Looking back on it, he probably still shouldn't have been. But I no, do think definitely. that he should be in a prominent mid-card position with the United States Championship. Yes. It's a good idea. Which I think we... Yeah, we've said that. Well, we both said it. Eventually, we both did, yeah. But I do think that they have a responsibility now to kind of maintain the credibility of these random superstars that they want to build up out of nowhere. Yeah. Because not many people thought Natalia was going to beat Naomi at SummerSlam. No. I was hoping for it, and it happened. But I didn't think it was going yeah, to happen. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen. That's so right. So when that happens, the fan has to now buy into that. Buy into her as this championship yeah. level material. Which Oh, wait, which, what? She's a champion yeah, now? Yeah, oh. like Ginger Mahal. So yeah. I think that I, I don't mind that she eliminated Sasha Banks for that reason. Because I think that they have a responsibility to continue putting her on that pedestal. Not only because of the fact that she's still in the title picture. Because mm -hmm. she has a rematch, Yeah, and still has a rematch even this past week. Mm -hmm. So I didn't mind that as much because I know people didn't like it. Um, I don't know why they feel the need to do the quick eliminations at almost every Survivor Series match. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey of all people. Like, yeah. why not Alicia or Carmella? Yeah. Or if I would have started the match, I would have started with Asuka and Carmella and have Asuka give her a kick within seconds and pin her. Yeah. That's Kinda fine. like what happened later. That's when, fine. I mean, and then maybe you have like, I don't know, Tamina eliminate Alicia Fox quick then. But yeah. at least do those two. Yeah. So I hate how they do that. Not Becky it and It makes Bailey. no sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bailey at least got the pin on Becky first. 
Becky, it's just like, oh, man, she's the fucking captain. Yeah. <laughs> she's the team captain. And the count out. That sucks. And like, Doesn't make any goddamn, make sense. Any goddamn sense. I talked about this with you in texting, but like the whole Tamina and Naya showdown really surprised me. God. Because I didn't think the fans would buy into that as much. I mean, yeah. I would want to see that match. They were looking for a reason to get excited, I think. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I would. I, I'd love to see Naya squash her. Tamina's not I think there. That's why. She's not there. I mean, I don't think her performance is anywhere near. Oh, I don't think Tamina should be Naya. in the main roster. Let me but just even say that. in storyline, the way they portray her, she's not. Yeah, well, I don't, I know. don't know why uh, she's not a female Rusev. They had an opportunity to build up Tamina when they started this whole Lana partnership, and they really aren't dedicating the time to it because I no, thought yeah, they were that's going what I'm somewhere. With that's it. what I'm so, saying. They kind of have lost yeah, faith early. Um, but I mean, I think it's the whole like Samoan thing and all that stuff. So, and also, I told you nobody commented on the fact that Nia Jax intentionally knocked Naomi off the apron. Yeah. Obviously, in real life, Naomi and Tamina—that's I don't know if it's a cousin-in-law or how that works, but. The Tamina, Tamina is directly related to the Usos, not okay. like not like how most of these Samoan things Tamina are like. Tamina, because Nia knocked Naomi off, right? And then Nia and Tamina were head to head, so Nia did that, I think, because like Tamina and Naomi are like technically family. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's just how I think they could have framed it at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Total Divas, they're close, like they they're over together a lot. And, yeah. And these these Samoan things are like the fifth cousin removed, and like everyone's a cousin of Afa, yeah, Sika, Rikishi. Umaga. Yeah. And, but like Tamina and Usos are directly blood related. So, but anyway, um, <laughs> they fucked up the Naomi and Alicia spot. Oh, clearly. I don't know how the ref wouldn't know what was supposed to happen. Like, what do they tell the ref during these things? Well, didn't like, Alicia just not kick out in time? No. See, I knew that Naomi, that, that move is called the no, FTG. Yeah. I know. Glow. She, she so does she goes that. for the yeah. thing. And then she, so I knew right when she went for the roll up that she was going to stop the pin and go for the thing. But oh, I don't is that know. What she, is that what usually happens? She stops it and yeah, like the referee thinks it's going to be because he has to get in that position and then she'll switch it. That's how she beat Lana. She's done that move like that. Oh, she because doesn't. She, she doesn't actually go for the pinfall no, no. and then not get it and no. go for the submission. She okay. turns it into a sunset flip. I think yeah. this time it was almost the like she knew that she would she would kick out. So then she was going to immediately put her in the FTG. Yeah, which I th- I saw happening. I don't know how the ref didn't see it happening. It and was Alicia happening, Fox but I guess he was just set. Out. He was just set in. I know, but it wasn't all, all in Alicia because she did kind of kick out. Yeah, and yeah, that all happened it was so awkward. quick. It was really. It bad. honestly seemed like she kicked out by three to me, but I don't think I watched it back. She, yeah, that's the thing. So that's why I can't even blame Alicia for it. Like Alicia messed up or something. Yeah, I don't. And not only that, my They're my like argument clearly going to continue, and the, the refs thing. like, no, 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 no that's stop. The thing, yeah, like the ref has to know. At least, at least, who's el- eliminating who and with what move? Yeah, I feel like they have to know that in a match yeah. like that. But um, you would, I mean, yeah. How could they not? But I think, yeah, they missed a really. They missed last year in the buildup. They had a better brawl on SmackDown when, like, Naomi did like a slingshot off the ropes onto all the women. I thought they could have done yeah. that this year. Yeah, because they didn't do it in the match last year, and they didn't do it in the buildup or the match this year. Yeah, and I don't know. I just feel like they could have done all of these different things, and it was very disappointing to me. Um, I did like how Asuka got three of the five eliminations. Yeah. Pinning Carmella. And I like how it came down to two on one with yeah, Asuka. Yeah, I thought that was smart. Handicapped, yeah. Um, I think Asuka should have won. I think she deserved to win. I think oh, that it helped her definitely. definitely. So I think she's in a good spot right now, I have to yeah. say. She's not talking a lot, which I know I don't mind. I know that you have a certain opinion about that. Well, no, I, I yeah, they should keep it. They yeah, should keep although it I think, I do have to say, I think uh, I... I do. I think all she should ever say occasionally is nobody is ready for us. Yes, but I also do think that between Asuka and Shinsuke, if I'm letting any of them talk, I would do it with Asuka just because she has that 
flair and that like facial and that something to it where Shinsuke yeah. kind of stumbles a little bit, as you know. Yeah, um, I just you don't. Wanna, but you I don't do wanna, like, like what they're doing. You don't want to um, threaten the mystique. No, I don't think it should be. But like she did an interview after that they didn't show on Raw, and the uh, Mike Rome was like, "Oh, Asuka, like how are you feeling?" And she was like, "Uh, how did they say?" Careful, Jimmy. And still undefeated. And like, oh, just wow. like smiled and walked away. And you know, you, yeah. it wasn't good English, but just the way she, just their delivery and the facials, like things like that, I, I would like to see. And when she yeah. like, I got into this huge, I, I wanted to screenshot it to you, but on Bleach Report comments, yeah, everyone was saying that Asuka's overrated. Not everyone. This one guy was saying. <laughs> I was going to say, that what? He said, Asuka and Paige are overrated. Um, Asuka can't even speak English. I don't understand why they why they push these guys like Shinsuke and Asuka can't speak English. All she does oh is God. kicks, blah, 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 blah. This guy's just an idiot. She hasn't had one good match. So No, she's had and, however and I, many matches she's I had. Rarely, and I rarely good get matches. into shit like that. And I yeah. was like, uh, Asuka, I said Asuka Bailey won. And no, he wasn't. That's he must, the thing. He no, have. no. Because there were other people before me, and he was, like, hardcore justifying, like, I've been a fan of NXT, I go to these house shows, Wow. I live in the Florida area, I saw her, like, develop, like, it's nothing special. What? I'm like, Asuka Bailey 1 and 2, Asuka Ember 1 and 2, Asuka Nikki Cross. Yeah. Um, even Asuka and Naya. What the fuck I, I, can I, you do? Asuka Emma from NXT, like, are you kidding me? And I said, She's and also... amazing. I love how you have this bias against, apparently, non-English-speaking wrestlers. Because yeah. Because you're not even saying... Like, at least your argument could be, well, I can't understand their promos. Yeah, legitimate concern. He's literally making it seem like because they don't speak English, they shouldn't be pushed. Yeah. But that's just... Yeah, that's ri- that's ridiculous. Bizarre. Um, but yeah, it's I the said, opposite of what I literally be. wrote back-to-back, and I said this already, I need a Natalia-Sasha singles match. I need a Natalia-Asuka singles match. Yeah. Um, Throw me a freaking bone here! Um, one thing that I do like, and I don't know if you noticed this, it was really quick, Asuka for like a minute, not even a minute, like two seconds, looked a little nervous when the odds were against her. And I think it really would have been in her character if she kind of like smiled at them both when she knew it was down to two and one. Yeah. It wasn't she a big deal. She didn't. It I, wasn't I like, like she was just, it wasn't like I didn't a, feel like she was nervous. It wasn't like a big character flaw, but just the way she looked when she kind of realized she just kind of like looked up and I thought it was a little, I don't know. I just think because she has that smile on that look and it would have been really cool for her to be yeah. like, you know, like bring it on. But that's just me really nitpicking. I literally wrote, I write things like as I think them, so I yeah. probably don't even think everything that I say on the spot. That It came down to Sasha and Asuka and Tamina and Natalia, right? Yes. Okay, and then, and then, Sasha, and then I think Sasha, Sasha was Sasha in the sharpshooter and Tamina knocked Asuka off the apron. Yeah, and, and then Sasha when Asuka tapped. got up, she like looked and realized, and she yeah. was just for a little, okay. not like a big thing, yeah. just a little like, but it's whatever. It's yeah, I didn't get thing. that impression. Um, I literally wrote Tamina shouldn't I th- be. I was happy at that point, because I was like sick, she's going to run through a couple Oh, couple I was happy people. too, I just, like in retrospect, if I, you know, wishful booking, I just yeah. had her do that. yeah, yeah. Um, Fix your face, Oscar. I said that Tamina shouldn't be employed by WWE. Dana Brooke and Tamina do not deserve to be in the women's division with the amount of talent available, especially since the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. I wrote well, in my notes. Honest. No, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, what I write? Tamina looks shit. <laughs> she just looks so bad. She looked like she was winded. Yeah. Like, one move in. She yeah. just looks out of place. I don't know. I'm not trying to, like fat shame a woman but just she seems like she could be in better shape for what she's trying to accomplish tamina yeah just the way she moves around she just i don't know it seems like sluggish to me you know well i take her as like a she should be like a map based striker not like a 
yeah. Usos type. Trying to high fly. Not, stuff, I mean, yeah. just her splash looks bad. But yeah, I don't yeah, know why does. they continue it to employ her. It always looks bad. Um, and then... The body press tonight on the outside. It just didn't look good. A body press? No, not a body press. I was going to say, I don't uh, think that happened. What the fuck is that called? What the fuck happened? Cross body. Okay. When you like the use flying the cross like, body off the turnbuckle. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, the flying cross body. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um, I didn't say this a lot in the men's match. I wrote this here. Obviously, I watch War Games. You did watch War Games. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. So good. There was so much urgency at every spot. Every pinfall was being broken up because that's how it should be. Yeah. And I feel like some of the el- eliminations in this women's match, it's like they pick and choose when to actually break up. Like, I mean, I know that Sasha couldn't be helped because Asuka was out, but there yeah. were two different eliminations. Before then. Yeah. Where, like, they were just on the ropes, yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. When people are getting eliminated. And yeah. I'm like, why aren't you... Like, what are you doing? Oh, Carmella was one. When Asuka, Carmella, there was definitely maybe Natty on the apron. She didn't run in to help her. God damn, pal. You lose! Yeah. But I feel like every time you can, you would break up a pinfall. I think that happened kind of quick, though, because she had gone for a pinfall. I don't know. It seemed like she tried a couple times to get Carmella down, and Carmella was still like... Yeah, I just I, I just remember the camera showed a clear view of like people on the apron watching people yeah. in a little, for at least two of them. And that's that's dumb. Um, avoidably. Yeah, and then Ms. Corbin, I don't have much to say about. I think it was a serviceable match. I gave it uh, two and three quarter stars. Yeah, it was all right. It, serviceable. You know, nothing special at all. By I think design. that the Miz should have had some more aggression instead of playing the cowardly heel. I think for. One match, I don't think he should have been a babyface, but I think yeah. he was getting the support of the crowd, and it would have been cool for him to yeah. at least in one match, kind of, especially with Maurice being there, and yeah, I don't know. it was just like two different kinds of heels, right? Yeah. I mean, which is, I guess, what they are. But just so. the story they told, I just yeah. think would have. But uh, I like that Baron Corbin won. I think he should have won. Yeah. I think that helps him, definitely. So I think was the a right great line after the match, too. Yeah, but you know he fucked it up, right? Did he? It's supposed to say, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Yeah. So he, I think he, I mean, unless he wanted to change it, but, because what did he say? When my, f- my hand went up, your mouth went shut, or something No, like he that. said, when my hand went up, your mouth closed. Oh, and that's the same People thing. on Twitter kind of think that he fucked it up, because that's yeah. not how it goes. Roundabout. So it's funny that you bring that up, because yeah. I, I like the promo. I like all those little I don't know, I got what he was going for. No, I, I got it, but I do think that it, that's not what the Miz says, so, okay. but regardless. It was close enough. It's just funny, because someone else commented on that on yeah. one of my podcasts. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, by the way, the crowd in general, I was not into tonight. I think they woke up Survivor for Lesnar. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I said tonight. Yeah. Oh, because I wrote crowd suck tonight. That's why. <laughs> um, I think AJ and Lesnar, the crowd got hot for it. But yeah, I think definitely. that everything else before that, I think it wasn't as hot as it could have been. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Got, I just, like you said, for, for a big for four pay-per-view. and Nia, they were. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. They were more excited than I would expect them to get. Um, the next match was the Usos versus a bar. Another match that I was kind of slightly disappointed by. Really? Well, I had such big expectations. I yeah, thought this could did. tie for match of the night because their yeah. match last year was so great. It was a great match. I gave it... It was predictable. The whole card was predictable. Three and three quarters. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. But, see, I didn't think this was that predictable. People probably thought, the casual fan at least, thought Cesaro and Sheamus would have won. Yeah. I thought that the Usos should and needed to win... But then when you look at the whole score, that's one thing that I, I want to get out of the way now. The whole tally board with the score definitely yeah. gave away endings before it. Because yeah. you knew, yeah, yeah. unless they did in the main event, like we said, or I said, that the winner, the there should have been stakes 
beside the loosely stipulated Kurt Angle losing his job. Yeah. This should have been like the sole survivor gets number 30 in the Royal Rumble. So even if that brand lo- lost already. So let's say AJ Styles won it's somehow. It's not necessarily going to be a sole survivor, though. Because there were two. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Something. Or like get Triple H or that Strowman brand. have to fight for... <laughs> Or, that, or maybe like that brand gets the main event slot at WrestleMania or gets the draft pick or something like that. Something yeah. where it gets it, a guaranteed it, it main goes event away like from that. It goes away from the brand warfare and you have another just so there's stakes in it because it's yeah. SmackDown lost. So if AJ won and beat Lesnar, people would like the match, but they would have no stakes. So if they created something else for it, you wouldn't care about, oh, it's tied. Who's going to win? Yeah, that's all. I just think that. That kind yeah. of solidified my yeah. And when if you when looked, AJ and Brock started, that's when it occurred to me that like, oh, this is why it's not main event, right? Because right, the outcome of the main event. I even though the Kurt Angle stipulation really made the main event even pretty predictable. I think. Yeah, even though they like loosely went away from it last week on Raw, which I talked yeah. about, which is fucking yeah. Weird. But no, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, the, the the I have to say something about the Usos. I thought they were talented always when they were doing the whole like. Uh, you know, that, like, speech in the beginning and the like chant? the fire and they the were doing chant, like the, the, the pain and the glow and the we're from were, Samoa we're from yeah, Samoa I never understood what it said but yeah it's something from you know, Samoa um, but I said this to you before I know that the characters that they had wouldn't have worked with some of the stuff they do now but to see the potential that they had that they I don't know if the WWE didn't know about or like if they just stepped up their game but but I never thought that they would become this they are the yeah, premier they, tag team. They the really WWE. are. Yeah. They are the tag team of the year. I was thinking that too. They are the tag team of the yeah. year. If there's a Slammy Awards and they bring that back. They're, they're the, the tag top team of the tag year. team. That's good for them. They man. are excellent. They're you definitely great. wouldn't have thought that when they were Not like at stale all. as hell Not doing the makeup for a couple years. Even when years. they turned heel, I didn't think it'd be anything that crazy. And yeah. They really booked them well. The New Day feud helped them. And, uh, really, everything helps. They it's were all, great it's in this match. all pieces of the puzzle. Their new song, just the way they approach their new style, their gimmick, everything is. Awesome. Their promo game has really been stepped up over the yeah. last couple of years. I mean, definitely since they turned heel. Yeah, I mean, right here, Cole. they went from boring and being booed because of Roman Reigns, and their reinvention yeah. has been just brilliant. I mean, yeah. I think young kids bought into their initial gimmick, and that's where they were thinking of, and I think that it was a cash grab since they appeared yeah. to kids mostly. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but now at least they're deviating from that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the match, it was a really good match. I just think I was expecting some more... Near falls or spots or something. I just yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's my expectations for the for the the. You were expecting them it to go longer. To, I don't know about the length was an issue. When I just the finish didn't happened, were you was, ready for it or did you think uh, it was going to kick out? I think he should have kicked out. I think that would have okay. maybe entered it into good territory. Just because it was like, already good. Hang on, it was already a good match. Really great Let's territory. Not blow this out of proportion. Maybe four star territory. Okay. Let's say that four star territory. Okay, so then but, the million uh, dollar question. How many stars did you give it? Oh, we said at the beginning. Oh, sorry. A million dollars can't even hold my attention. <laughs> Just bear with me for a moment. Three and three quarters. Okay. So it's still good. Yeah, okay. Great. Very great. Yeah. But I do think the Shield and New Day were better. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I kind of look at it. So that's where I justify my four-star ranking for Shield and New Day because I do think that this, this match deserves... They both left room for improvement, But though. they both left room for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything that you wanted to add? Um... Or? No, honestly, I it was about the match I was expecting. I mean, you know, they, you don't want to like go in and, and totally like tear the house down because you, that's like right in the middle of the card, right? You know, so I think that they definitely pulled back a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about all she wrote for Liam Insight on this one. <laughs> 
Next was Charlotte and Alexa Bliss, which I guess people had low expectations for because people like lauded this match online. And it was a great match. I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> I think that... You sure fooled me. I loved it. Yeah. I think with like no build, I think yeah. they had a lot of chemistry together. Yeah. And I think people just didn't... I don't think people look at Alexa Bliss on the category of Charlotte, and, and they shouldn't because she... Ring work, she's not. That's clear. No. Yeah. But character work, she is. And she's definitely stepped up her game. And I think this is a big test for her because she's had good matches with Bailey. She's had good matches with Sasha Banks. She's had good matches with Becky Lynch. And this is like her last kind of test in terms of you the, just made the list. You know, the pillars of the women's division, the four horsewomen. Yeah. And this is a great match for a little bit, no build. Um, they had a really good promo on the pre-show, which I wish they showed. Yeah. Or maybe they did. I don't know. Did no, they, they show didn't the show it on the main and... card. I didn't see it. Okay. But you watched the pre-show? No. Oh, I thought you know what I'm talking about. Okay. I heard that she gave a good promo, and I meant to watch yeah. it, but I haven't. It was like a screen-in-screen kind of thing, and it was pretty like, Oh, it was the two of them. And, yeah, but oh, like, I didn't know that. Bliss was at the desk. Charlotte was backstage. And it was like a screen-in-screen okay. kind of thing. Yeah. It was really great. I loved it. I, I wish that the kick-out to the natural selection was done in a way where you thought the match was going to end there. Or the commentators were like, oh my God, Charlotte's won championships with that move. Or yeah. Because she does use that a lot. Yeah. But she doesn't use it enough where much. when she does it, I don't think people realize it could finish. So when Bliss kicked out, the moment wasn't as big because I thought it was over. Yeah. And when Bliss kicked out, I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. And I feel like that didn't register with everyone. Didn't, yeah. But that's also because yeah, I don't think it I more. thought that. Yeah, because that was a pretty big deal. Yeah, um, I wish they did that more where there, was, where there be... was multiple moves that they yeah. used Well, as Charlotte has the big boot. That you don't like her. I right? don't like her finishing with that. Yeah. But at least it, it's something different than like a throwaway match on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. The natural selection, which she brings out for bigger matches, and the figure eight. She's finished someone off with the, with the moonsault before, and she's also finished someone off with the spear. Yeah. But few and far between. Yeah, yeah but, the um, spear she was, she was doing for a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, but I just think that that moment could have been like a like wow it's over and then Alexa Bliss kicks out and I feel like that could have added to the gravitas. I don't think the commentators did it service, but yeah. not a big deal. Still a great match. I love how the ribs were being worked on. Alexa Bliss is yeah. amazing at working on body parts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. And if that That's twisted blit was hit, Charlotte would have lost. Would have been in, yeah. I, I, and I also wish that they made that if they put that point across. Yeah, it's just hard for me to see Charlotte losing in this situation. You don't think she would have kicked out of the twisted blue? Oh, because she worked the ribs. The yeah, whole match? I think that that was. A, okay. I think I think they were protecting yeah, Charlotte, sense. and also because on SmackDown, Natty threw her back and ribs into the ring post in their match. Oh yeah, and I thought they could have brought that up as well they, if yeah. they needed to protect her. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked to see Bliss win. Obviously, I'm biased a little bit, but I do think that they they had a story to back it up mm-hmm. without me being biased. Um, yeah, no, you're but right. Really great, really great uh, three and a half star match. Um, one thing I didn't like, Charlotte should not have been able, or something else that could have made the match go longer, is that Charlotte should have went for the figure four, and when she went to bridge, her ribs wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. Because it's being worked oh, on the good. entire match. Yeah. So, how you doing? I didn't like how she, she was able right to, out of nowhere, stretch her ribs and midsection yeah. and abdomen, whereas maybe that also could have protected her, where, oh, she couldn't lock it in, Bliss reversed it. And maybe did something else. Yeah. So, or at least she struggled a little bit putting it on, but then ultimately yeah. put it on and still won the match. Since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next is Brock and AJ. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, it's here or it was there. <laughs> you got what you wanted. Yeah. Fifteen minutes, the longest match Brock Lesnar has had since his, uh, I think SummerSlam match with John Cena. Wow. Yeah. Which I can't believe that match went longer than fifteen minutes. I'm gonna look that up while we're talking. Um, yeah, but it, it was in that ballpark. I mean, lately, the past year and a half, two years, it's like... 
Oh, Braun Strowman was nine fifty-five. Oh yeah, and the Fatal Four Way was long, but that's not a singles match. I'm talking yeah. about singles only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fatal Four Way was long. That's a good. But point. he was also taken out for that's like right. ten minutes. I'd say. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I'm really curious to see how long this listener match went. Yeah. On. How do you feel about sixteen oh five? So literally, that's how long few, Cena went. This is how long Cena Lesnar went. Okay. AJ Brock Slam. went fifteen and I think thirty or fifteen, fifteen yeah. or something like that. Um, still. That was more one-sided than this. I mean, that was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. This... I, I, wow. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I, I boy. Wish, you don't no, like no, no, it. no. No, it was awesome. Oh, I just okay. wish... I don't know. I guess I just spent a lot of the early part of the match worried that AJ wasn't going to get his shit in, you know? Like, I don't like... Cause really? Because to me, like, the way it came off was that AJ... I mean, it's fucking Brock Lesnar. It, it, just, it just strikes me that AJ would, like, the second the match, he would be ready... You know, but instead Brock kind of caught him on the back foot and just like took him into the corner and just did whatever the fuck he wanted from there. But it was still a great match. I just maybe would have like paced it out a little bit differently. Have AJ get a few things in early, then Brock obviously. Brock's obviously going to be in control for, you know, most of the match. Yeah, see, I did tell you that with the whole Daniel Bryan thing, I think that AJ could have. I mean, it, they could have made a story of Daniel Bryan kind of either giving AJ tips or AJ in general just utilizing a ring style that would avoid the strikes, avoid yeah. the... Uh, like, he didn't land on his feet once from the German. I thought he would. That would be I know. Cool. That would have been great. Um, but I have to say, the way it was laid out was brilliant only because AJ is so good and Brock... Brock, Brock is... What, you could say a lot of things about him. He, yeah. he may not be able to put on like a Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 19 kind of match anymore. His heart's not in it. Or his heart's not in it. But his <laughs> selling is fucking phenomenal, no pun intended. His he is one well, of the best. When he wants to, when he wants to but, make but, somebody look good. Yes. But I have to say, Joe, Strowman, Goldberg, and SummerSlam, this year for him, he's been very selfless in that sense. I know that he's being paid $8 million a year. He's getting paid a lot to be very selfless. But you did just say, like, when he wants to. So, But this whole year, he really has really been looking vulnerable. And for someone AJ size to really, at that moment... Listen, I didn't think Lesnar was going to kick out of the calf crusher. But the look on his face and the crowd and the commentators... Wait, wait, say that again? Like, I didn't think Lesnar was going to tap out of the calf crusher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But just the look on his face and the crowd and yeah. just the really way AJ the mounted a comeback. They had that one little fuck up with the, with the tornado DDT. Dude, that were you scared for AJ for a second? Cause um, Brock just like face planted him. Well, you know that, uh, I don't know if he lost his balance or what. Well, I was listening to Matt Morgan and he says that wrestlers who are bigger misinterpret that AJ is still like a big, like he has muscle on him. Like he looks small. So when you pick him up, you think it's going to be much lighter. I mean, for a guy that size, if you look at someone like Finn Balor, yeah, he's a lot leaner. But other than that, there's not too much of a size difference. Yeah. This is a 55-pound difference between them. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I so think you Finn's think that's 195. That Brock just that's what Matt, wasn't well, prepared for? From a wrestling... I mean, at that point in the match, he had already like lifted him and thrown him for Germans a couple times. Well, that's just from a wrestling perspective. Matt Morgan was in the ring with AJ and kind of said that he's been in that position where a move like that will happen and he'll misinterpret the weight and kind of like not do enough to spin him around. Because okay. obviously the wrestler spins the guy yeah. for the tornado DDD to happen. They don't obviously rip their neck around. That's yeah. the work with the wrestler helping. So I think that was a big part of it. Um, 
That was the only issue, but they did do the reverse German that I wanted him to do that he hasn't done since the Chris Benoit Kurt Angle matches. I've been waiting for him to bring that back. Yeah. His moveset was larger than I've ever seen. Not, that's not saying a lot. I think that, you know, he could have brought back. I mean, well, it was a lot more knee strike heavy. Um, He did a little more different variations of, of the suplex. Um, I also think that he should have done the triple powerbomb spot that he used to do. Mm. Uh, I remember, I'll never forget when he did he did that to Spike Dudley on his debut, how fucking brutal that looked. Ow. Yeah. Uh, look, he fucking broke yeah. him in half. Poor Spike. You about to get hurt, bro. All right. The most child-sized wrestler ever. So that would have been cool. Some or, of those Germans, the way AJ landed, looked pretty crazy. Yeah, I also... Like folded in half. Oh my God, yeah. Well, that's another thing. Like, the way, like, you think AJ would, would fly. Like, it kind of looked like it took some effort. For like, I thought. I mean, AJ did go very far. I, yeah, he got tossed but, around. But it wasn't like a complete. He went back. Like it was like an like an angle. Like he still had him before releasing it. So I don't know. Like I just a, noticed like a that. Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. Well, I, well, if you look at a Kurt Angle suplex, it, they're always like a straight vertical German back, where this one's yeah. kind of like side. It's damn true. Like I don't know. I mean, I'm, I doubt. AJ. I know they were. I, I doubt know. AJ I was sandbagging him, but it reminded yeah. me of the suplexes to Randy. Obviously, these went farther than Randy went, but just the way in the beginning how he went off. Again, I'm literally analyzing yeah. every little detail. It's just something that I'm thinking of. Um, the, the match was incredible. I was I was not expecting them to go out like that. I really didn't think it would go past 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, wishful booking, what I would have done is I would have had the knee give out on Lesnar after the F5 so he couldn't capitalize, and AJ kicked out of the F5. Oh, yeah. Then you have AJ... That's a good, that's a good call. Maybe eventually... So it's not just a straight kick out of the F5. It right, takes it's like protected a little bit. Get the pin, yeah. Then you have AJ... Or you have Brock again go for the F5, and then AJ reverses it in, into a Tornado DDT, a proper one, which which could kind of be a callback to the previous spot. Mm-hmm. Throw me a freaking bone here. So then Brock rolls out of the ring. He like needs time and space, and that kind of makes AJ look good, that Brock needs separation from him. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, Brock kind of leaning near the apron, and AJ does that. Almost like how Finn Balor runs with the punt kick, but with his knee on the apron. Yeah. And then Lesnar's like out, and he does the phenomenal forearm to Lesnar through the table. Like... AJ did to Roman. Oh, to uh, Roman, yeah. One of those matches. Yeah. Um, That would have been fucking insane. The crowd would have went nuts. Yeah. Then you have AJ go for phenomenal forearm. Brock catches him. AJ reverses it into a Styles Clash. Brock kicks out. Sure, why not? Uh, and then you have AJ again going yeah, for the Yeah, Styles Clash wasn't going to happen. And then finally, AJ... Uh, so even if the Styles Clash is, is ignoring it, I still would like to see the table spot. I still would like to see him kick out of the F5. Yeah. And I... So, I yeah. Would, yeah, same. I was going to say the same thing. I wish he kicked out. I mean, I thought he was going to. But it was... It, it, I Listen, I don't know if this is a lot. You may think it's crazy, but I gave it four and a quarter. No, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, at this point in Brock's career, I, you can't expect much more out of him, I don't think. Absolutely not. I just was not expecting that great of a showing from the way he sold afterwards. I don't know if you read yeah. the report how, like, Brock went backstage and was acting like he was hurt to everybody. But he wasn't. And, like, was yeah, I heard fucking that. Around. Yeah. Um, Which is sounds weird, but I guess that's cool. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> why, why would you act hurt in the back if you're not really hurt? But, but yeah, I guess that's cool. And but like Styles' ability to like push aside preconceived notions and have fans guessing whether he'll pull it out has like always been his strong suit. The way yeah. he can like no one before like a Shawn Michaels just think like holy shit he's gonna do it. I literally said to my sister, I said he's winning this match. That's how much I believed. Yeah. In. And like, because the knee was being isolated. So if you don't have a knee, that's kind of, it'd be realistic. Yeah. After, you know, if he did like a bunch of forms in a row or something, I mean, for Brock Lesnar wasn't to eventually gonna... be put down. 
But you think he would pass out? He's not going to tap out. They're no, no, not going to. No. They're I not going to have him no, tap out. I just meant that because of him not being mobile, he couldn't get the F five, and oh, he'll okay. be able to do maybe like two phenomenal forearms in a row. Yeah, or maybe like Styles Clash wasn't happening, like a Styles Clash and then a phenomenal or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, more like two forearms. Selling was out of this world for both of them. When Lesnar got out of the calf crusher, that was. I mean, he's done that spot before, but just the way he did it, he dribbled. Yeah, AJ's head like a. That's fucking a common way to get out of it. Yeah, but well, that was that's, that's Corey Graves. The said, way yeah. he. Oh, did he really? Ew, I thought I. I didn't know that. You sure? Well, I guess that's why. Lesnar dribbling it, but I didn't say AJ's head. Mm. Yeah, it looked brutal though. Um, yeah, but I have to say, like I looking back on everything, like I would put Lesnar in the elite top ten, like performers for the way he sells, for the way he structures a what match. What do you mean, like of the night? Of ever. Oh, I really would. Wait, of the way he what structures just the way just well, I think he has well, he has creative control in a lot of things. So I'm his heart's not in it. So he probably just you know yeah, but you keep saying that. But his heart was in it. AJ and Paul worked it out, and then they told Brock what he's gonna do. I don't like that his whole heart isn't in a thing because I think that's a preconceived notion of him. I don't always agree that's the case. I think that I don't know. That's the impression I get. I think that he gave AJ a lot more than I ever thought that he would, and I just think that when he can, he is able to tell a story with his facial expressions. Yeah, the way he sells, the way he lets his. I just I don't know. I just think that he has that, like WWE superstar ability to him. Yeah, also when seeing he wants where to, he though. came when from, he wants and to, now it's not always. Well, yeah, but I'm also not ignoring his body of work when he first started. Like, yeah. you know, I'm thinking as a whole. Like, you know, that's just now. He's still good now. Yeah, but the way that he's able to be a good performer now with how limited he is is another testament to how good he is. I want to see him successfully execute that shooting star press. You know bring what's it, funny? I, I always wondered if he would ever try that in like his last he match. He won't. In his last if he match? was going to try it, I think he would have already. But they He's like know, 38 now. But, but they know what the problem was. Kurt was too far. I feel like it wouldn't happen again. Like, I don't know. Well, he, he said that, that they had rehearsed it. At the time, he said that they had rehearsed it with Kurt being that far. Well, I mean, but they could rehearse it with him not being that far. Yeah, that's... No, I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it wasn't like that. that was, like, an unaccounted for, unforeseen thing. Like, that was... He just fell. He just fell a little shorter than he did, I guess, when they rehearsed it. We're talking about WrestleMania 19 in the main event: Kurt Angle versus right. Brock Lesnar. Right, right. For any. But um. Oh fuck. Fucking. Sorry, oh, it didn't stop recording this th- this time. That's good. Um, and then we are now on to the main event of the. Or let's. Were you good on Lesnar Styles? Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, men's match of the night, Team Raw, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Triple H, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor versus Team SmackDown, Shane McMahon, John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, and Randy Orton. So much promise. Um, so much potential. Apparently there was a backstage video, or was it shown during Survivor Series that I missed, of Stephanie talking to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Was that on oh, the show, uh, or was it on, in a in a video exclusive? That was because I heard that that happened and no, I missed that, it. That was on Survivor Series. It was on the show. I must have went to the bathroom. Okay, so that was interesting. Uh, just I guess because I didn't see it when it happened, and yeah, like that they kind of foreshadowed. I mean, they've been foreshadowing forever, but yeah, I think that was smart to do. Um, so it it goes without saying that this match is could be one of the worst. Oh no, you know what? I think it was on YouTube. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why if, if it was on YouTube, if if no one would have seen it until after the match. Yeah. Like, are we just supposed to think that, like, they did it, like, because they, they're they going to be on Raw soon? Or, like, what about that would it, 
I don't know. You know what I mean? Because the video was thumbnailed to tease that they would be maybe switching to Raw. But the way that it went down, it it didn't as nearly as much tease that they might go to Raw. It was just like... She was like, oh, you know, congratulations, and and she was, and they were like, oh, she, she, you know, Shane's ego is gonna cost him or whatever, and mm, okay. it wasn't like, you know, they shook hands, I think, but it wasn't like, I don't know, to me, it didn't tease that there was any kind of an alliance on the horizon between the two. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would go as far to say that this isn't the worst Survivor Series match ever because there were some brutal ones in like the early 1990s when like it first happened, but. Definitely in the wasn't modern the worst era, Survivor Series match no. ever. No, no, no. But, but in the modern era, and in, in a very few years, it has been because they definitely yeah, the ending totally ruined it. Just yeah, but took even the wind out of yeah, but even I mean, you look at how much was done last year. The spots that 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 were done. You had James Ellsworth in there. You had the Wyatt family uh, yeah. in there. You had um, Shane Mc, uh, Shane McMahon doing his thing on, on the outside, which still adds to a match. There was just so much going on, so many stories. They intertwined them perfectly. Yeah. Um, that match got like a four and a half star rating last yeah. year from Dave Meltzer. Yeah. I haven't looked at this year's ratings. My rating for this match, though, however, was three and a half. Really? See, that seems pretty, still pretty generous to me. I would definitely not give it really? over three. No, because no I... fucking way, man. No, because you know what I liked? It was all about... It wasn't even... I want to say it was all about the older star. It was kind of like WCW because it was like the older stars and the giant. I mean, in WCW, it was literally the giant, but in the mid-90s, I'm talking about. Like, it was just like the older stars... No, I know. ...and the giant that they can't think of a way to get out of the match, so he's just kind of left standing on the apron when it's all said and done. But even, like, Kurt Angle wasn't featured... I guess, you know, he... I don't know. He pinned John Cena, but then, like, why not give it, like you said, to give it to Finn Balor or Samoa Joe? Yeah, it made a lot more sense for Finn Balor to be tagged in to do the coup de gras because at least Kurt Angle still did an angle slam on him. Yeah, well, he did an angle slam, coup de gras, and then another angle slam. I don't know why John Cena was in this match, by the way. No. No fucking clue. No. I mean... Just to star power to to hype the event more. I don't, and they didn't even give him a fucking promo backstage or like how it came to happen or or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I do like in the beginning how the writing team acknowledged that they're in front of a fairly smart, smarky crowd, and that there are a lot of matchups in this match that people want to see. Yeah. And they did tease a lot of that in mm-hmm. the beginning. You had uh, what do you have? Uh, Finn Balor and Shinsuke. Yeah, that's you had, awesome. Uh, John that was, and, and just the way that. You know, when Shinsuke was, like, called for the tag when Finn was in, yeah. it was fucking awesome. Yeah, you had, I think, Cena and Joe at one point were in there together. Yeah. Um, Triple H and Rude, which is, like, kind of like a funny one, but Dude, still that's amazing. awesome, man. And, I, and that's I, the thing. I said they, that last week, and they, and they traded Spinebusters, the yeah. same exact Spinebuster. So, it sucks that Shinsuke and Rude were out early. But yeah, it does. I, but, I, but I do like that they at least acknowledged that that's something that they should have done for them. Even if they were disposed of and that I it guess. is what it is. Looking at the people, realistically speaking, to a casual fan, those are the two that you probably... Well, Shane McMahon is the one that should be out first, obviously. Yeah. But after that, Bobby Roode definitely... Thing. When it came down to Shane oh, McMahon... I can't believe they did that. Shinsuke's the first out, and then it comes down to Shane McMahon. I think Get it the have been, fuck out of here with I th- that. I think you could have done the whole... I think you could have done... If you wanted to make this about the, the McMahons or whatever you want to do, because I'm not even sure what's happening. Yeah. Is it Triple H and Braun or Triple H and Angle? I don't know. Like I'm Can't really, tell you. like I'm really afraid that they're gonna do Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan and Triple H and Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Oh God. I just, I, I, they well, Jordan's definitely turning heel. That's why I. That's why I'm afraid, and that's why I'm afraid that they're doing Braun and Triple H so hard right now. Yeah. It's like there's a reason for it. 
So I'm fucking really afraid that they would waste Kurt Angle's first singles match on. Yeah. Because he still wasn't in his full attire. He had the raw thing on. So it wasn't even like he was in his full fucking singlet. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I finally got his Kurt Angle entrance that I didn't get from TLC. And it was like, no, I want the pyro. So I feel like yeah. WrestleMania will be like the official. Dude, what the fuck? I feel like WrestleMania will be like the official, like, oh, Kurt Angle, you know, like he didn't do his little like, hop in the ring or anything like yeah. that. I'm hoping he's saving that. But um, even if you wanted to do what you did, you could have had Shane out. You could have had Shane and Shinsuke. Yeah. Shane's out. And then Shinsuke has to face the odds that Asuka did. Obviously, Shinsuke wouldn't win. Yeah. But and then you could have like Triple H, like Braun Strowman body slam Triple H. And then Braun Strowman still winds up beating Shinsuke if you want. Or, or. Wait, what do you mean Braun Strowman body slam? Like after Triple H? Because I'm saying that you would do the entire ending reverse it so there's still another elimination to be had okay so you would have the whole like shinsuke's out shane's in the ring the same thing happens triple h pins shane but shinsuke is still left and triple h and braun are still left yeah braun still reacts the same way that he reacted shinsuke isn't in yet braun then tags himself in body slams triple h and then it's down to braun and shinsuke yeah and you could have triple h then screw braun over so then Shinsuke wins, but he wouldn't do that because it's for Raw. Yeah. So that's how I would have booked it, and I think it would have been better. Because at least Braun could be the sole survivor. He got the definitive pinfall. You're doing everything that you just did. Yeah. But you're at least... The, the ending is coming down to two up-and-coming stars. Yeah. Which And I think have. it would have been fine. Yeah. I think I it would have been fine. I wouldn't have minded that. I didn't even hate what they did. I really didn't. It was the fact that it ended the match that I hated. Yeah. I think they very easily could have done it just before, in the middle, as just something to do, and... Kevin and Sammy didn't even... I guess, did they lead to Randy's elimination? Like, I, they didn't even do anything. They, well, Randy they Orton might KO'd as, Kevin like, Owens. They basically, they decided... I don't know if they really got punished on the European tour, and so that's when they had to, felt they had to change things around. And so that's why... Cause, I feel like Kevin and Sammy almost would have been better off not interfering at all than what they did because what they did played such a little part in the outcome. The outcome was all about the Triple H thing with Kurt Angle and then, you know, Shane. Like, that was the the ending. Like, Sammy and Kevin did not do anything that, or, that led to that. Thinking now, I just thought about this. After Triple H helped Kevin Owens win the Universal Championship, you could have had Triple H in the ring, Kevin Owens and Sammy attacking Shane when Shane's not legal, so it couldn't lead to a, to a disqualification because they were like they were weird on that last night because I feel like yeah, there were well, a few they have times to be when, weird on it. But um, and then like Kevin Owens like rolls Shane in the ring and like looks to Triple H, and then Triple H pedigree Shane. Yeah, okay, that would have been pretty cool too. Yeah, so there was a lot of different things they could have done to achieve the same outcome. Yeah, um, yeah, they're trying to. I don't know. I want to say they're trying to set up Triple H and Angle, but yeah, the whole Braun Strowman thing is just like muddying the waters. And then the Jason Jordan thing on Monday night. Oh, oh, and Jason Jordan was another one who didn't show up. He said earlier in the night, I'll be there if anything. Triple H turns on his dad and nothing. He repaid his right. dad for he doing nothing said- when Triple H pedigreed him the, the prior Monday. And Kane, too, you know, with Strowman. Shows up yeah. on Raw. Why didn't he show up? I mean, the reality is that neither of them are a big enough star to, like, play that pivotal of a role to affect the outcome of a brand supremacy five-on-five Survivor Series match, I guess. Right. Kind of. And apparently neither are Kevin and Sammy, which is unfortunate. Um, But I I don't understand how Shane McMahon competes now. Shane McMahon, when he wrestled, 
it wasn't like a regular thing where like at the big pay-per-views it was like an Undertaker appearance or a Triple H appearance. Yeah. He wrestled few and far between. Yeah. For whatever reason now, he's competing more than he ever has and he's fucking 40. Yeah. So I No, he's almost 50. I It's like 47, 48. Right, 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 right. So I wouldn't I don't mind that they And he's want not a him. wrestler, which I think right. is a, important. Yes. To I don't note. I don't mind that they put him in the Hell in a Cell matches and the special matches and I didn't mind the AJ match. I didn't even that makes one of us. I didn't even true well, that was a decent match. You can't I mean it I mean yeah, but it we was, wanted it AJ was to the, do it was the way but, you used AJ at WrestleMania that yeah, only comes once but, a year. But it's also but but you have to realize that AJ could have thought about that differently. That wow, I'm in the ring with a McMahon, and it, you know they see me as big enough. If you look at the people who faced McMahon, but but that's um, yeah. But my just my my point is that I don't I don't mind if they want to do it. But there's no need for him to be in this match. There's no need for no. him to be active anymore. No, absolutely it's not. Absolutely, he could have done the same thing the just standing lock, on the sideline with a with a team of five actual superstars. The ankle lock is destroyed now. That Shane was able to stay in it for that fucking long. Yeah. And by the way, Angle did not look great in this match. I hate I hate to admit it. No. He did both not, him and both him and Triple H. It's just age. It's, I mean, I I think personally, I know you're. A big Triple H fan. No, I'm a huge Kurt Angle it. fan too. I, he yeah. was my first favorite ever. But when I yeah. first started in 02. but I feel like Triple H wasn't in the match as long to to. Ugh, what am I trying yeah, to say? Yeah, Kurt Angle. No, Kurt Angle kind of showed Angle just looked that lost. he's lost the step. And like the like the ankle lock, like he wasn't twerking on it. Like he like you know what when he used to like lay down and like and like cross the legs. Like yeah. Really get a tap out. Like why wouldn't you do that if you want him to tap out? Like yeah, why aren't you like screaming? Like you just like. I don't know if like the drugs did it to him, but like it almost reminds me of like when Britney Spears after she had her, um, after this she had a, her like breakdown. Oh, this is an award-winning comparison already. After Britney Spears had her breakdown and like whenever that happened, and then like now she's performing <laughs> again. She has a Las Vegas show, but she looks very robotic and like she lost a step, and that she's just like, oh, yeah, not, you know, lip syncing. She doesn't have it anymore. She's going through the motions. She's trying. She's going through the motions. She's going through the motion. She's trying. She's in good shape. She yeah. wants to do it. She wants to be a good. Uh, she wants to perform and have her fans and all these things. But it's like she can't put that passion in anymore. And I yeah. feel like Kurt Angle, like, it just, like, why aren't you doing what you used to do? Like, the, come on, like, I just, it was weird. He just didn't look like himself. Yeah. He looked tired and bored. Yeah. But I feel like he can do that. Like, he was wrestling before this against Cody Rhodes. Like, I watched some of those matches, and I saw something different in those matches. So, is he nervous? Yeah, is it well, what he's telling been, him to do? I, mean, I don't. He's spent the past year not wrestling for the most maybe part. Maybe that's it. But I feel like it's not it's a, a matter. It's a combination of things, I feel like I it's think. not. Super, just like Britney. I mean, it's obviously not like Britney for several reasons, but I think yes, yeah, there's a couple things that I, set them apart. I think for it's, sure. I think it's definitely not like Britney, only because I feel like Britney truly doesn't have that dancing or whatever ability anymore. Kurt Angle, I think, has it. Yeah, not as at that level ever again. I understand that, but I think he has that at least the intensity and the facial expressions, and I don't know. So I'm hoping that like in a singles match, he like is different, or maybe he's like really reserving himself to avoid injury. But yeah. I don't know. It didn't seem like you wanted. You oh, want that Kurt, old Kurt Angle back. It didn't seem like oh, Kurt At can't least for do this more. anymore. It seems like Kurt isn't doing this right now. Yeah, that's how, that's how I, I would describe it. Not yeah. that he can. He just isn't. Just it's just like do it just once more. You know, it's just like hit me, baby, one more time. There we go. Now it's coming full circle. Um, <laughs> I was trying. I know, like none of her songs. And the fans. Oops, were, I didn't again. Wasn't gonna work. And the fans were saying like, "You still got it after you performed like two German suplexes." I'm thinking like. Yeah. He just wrestled a TLC. I'm not understanding this. Yeah. We also just saw Brock Lesnar throw AJ around the ring 10 minutes ago. It also, by the way, I don't know why they had the entire rosters out. Like, they, I mean, 
At this point, I feel like the match should have broken into a total melee if the entire show and sh- and build was like the, uh, under siege and like yeah. even people not in the matches getting involved. There should have been yeah, there should like, have been some sort of big brawl or some something. Run-ins. Yeah, at least a few run-ins. Because it wasn't about brand warfare anymore. It's about like Triple H wanting to pin his son-in-law, his brother-in-law, and yeah. Braun Strowman at least standing tall because he's not going to be double crossed, which is in his character and it makes sense. But it was just weird. It was re- it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It, it was a even, waste of a really clever finish, even I think. It was bad. It was weird. Because the idea of doing a fake turn that could plant the seed for Triple H angle at WrestleMania is great if it was necessary. But it was these Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Braun Strowman against 48 year old non wrestler Shane McMahon. You have him beat. You don't have to use that strategy. You don't have to do a fake turn. Right. You, ha- you already have him beat. Just keep doing what you've been doing for like a little bit longer, and just don't fuck up the huge advantage you clearly have. Yeah, I, I, I know. He's I don't. Beat. I don't He's get done. it. I hate That's that they it. put Shane in that position. Um, I just, I just hate how confusing the whole ending sequence was with Triple H. Like, yeah, it was weird. What? And um, then, and then with Braun, it was a little more satisfying that Braun got a little comeuppance. But I don't know when Triple H was when Braun did that to Triple H when he threatened him in the corner, and then Triple H goes to pedigree him. It's like. Can he even physically do that? It's like Braun... I don't even know if Braun can get down in that position. Oh, I think so. He's pedigreed Big Show before. Triple yeah, H. but with his arms out, I don't know. It just seemed like Braun's body was like, no, that's not going to happen. He actually gave Big Show a really good pedigree once. I'll never forget it. But that was years ago. Yeah. But, and um, just once. You even said it yourself. Well, I remember this, like, one, this like one particular one. I was like, wow, how did he do that? Yeah. But um, So I was thinking, my mind started going. Cause I'm thinking someone has to come out right now for Shane McMahon. Because they can't... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Why wouldn't they? With the story they've been telling, you would think somebody would. New Day? I don't know. This is what I thought. Fucking crazy. Probably... I I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I think that if it did, it could have. The Undertaker. Only because last year... If you remember... Remember when he was in the Build to Survivor series? He came out that random SmackDown. Yeah. If anything happens, and then he never showed up. Yep. I feel like it would pay off that. But even if that's not the intention, A, Braun is feuding with Kane... Yeah. Kane is his brother. They have so Kane could have been out family. there and then Taker comes out. Yeah, well, it could have been the Brothers of Destruction or maybe yeah. if Kane was still injured or lost from what they said, Kane was never seen again after the whole in the ring thing or they don't know where he went. <laughs> like maybe Taker just came out. But then I'm like, maybe are they going to set up like Taker and Strowman at WrestleMania? And that's why Taker is going to be at the Raw 25th anniversary to almost yeah. like, build that match. But they're marketing it as like something else. Or I'm like thinking of all these different things. And then nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. You got your hopes up for something, but instead... You get nothing! I will have to say, a lot of people online were saying, like, oh, typical Triple H, typical Triple H. People are bitching about Triple H staying longer than his NXT guys. He didn't book the match. And I have to say that he is responsible for all of those guys even being in the main event of Survivor Series. In the position they're in, I have to say. Yeah. So, I don't want to get this... And I do love Triple H, so I'm defending him in that respect. But as well... I, I, you know, you have to consider what this guy built and the fact that right now there's Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Braun Strowman was NXT, well, champions alone, four, five, six, if you include Kevin yeah. Owens and Sami Zayn, Bobby Roode, seven, so it's a lot of talent. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. Haven't even been around for that long, that's the other yeah. thing. These people, what, the oldest one is Finn Balor debuted, I think, three years ago. Yeah. And Joe was two years ago, Roode won, um, but, so I just want to say that, don't blame Triple H. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, is, I I don't know. I just 
like with Rude Triple H, I you know Trip Rude Rude should, should be a so better be a should, should be a better version of like he's a more in his prime version of Triple H, right? You know stylistically, but to but to them no Triple H is the one right. who's in his prime, even though he's yeah. clearly in the twilight, yeah, of his uh, um, thing that he's doing. So uh, we're like I said before, we obviously Raw and SmackDown happened. There's not a whole lot to talk about because the shows were the same. Before we do talk about that, do you have anything about Survivor Series you'd like to talk about? I mean, we're going to be some of it overlaps into Raw itself because we're going to talk about the yeah. segment and how it paid off and what the fuck confusing as finish old guys and the giant. They should have swapped roles with the newer guys. Uh, yeah, I thought maybe maybe Chain and Triple H could get eliminated early and and leave like Shinsuke and. Mm. That's uh, that's obviously wishful booking, but I just why not? Like you're, I don't know. You're at the, I don't know. Never mind. You're right. He didn't he didn't book the match, but if he did, I don't know that it would have went that much differently. Mm. And the turn fake out was a great idea. It was totally wasted. Yeah. You know, use that when your team is down, when it's like, oh, he's gonna put the final nail in, and like, oh no, that actually saved the team. You yeah. you didn't save your team. You just, but I wish I, which I guess that's why it contributes more to the angles. It's going to be Kurt Angle versus Triple H at WrestleMania, definitely. Whatever happens, so. maybe it'll be Angle and Jordan at Royal Rumble if he turns in time. Um, but yeah, yeah I guess that's it. That's I guess it. we can wrap up the show. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. Reviewing the show from last week, Survivor Series. Go ahead. The Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. My name is Liam McNulty. You can catch me on Twitter at RealHugeActor. You can like our Facebook page at WishfulBookingPod and email in WishfulBooking at gmail.com. And hear us next week. So long, guys. Later, guys. Explosion.